Hercules here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. with the oh, beard hi. look at that let's get a full screen on the beard here right off the oh, bat know. wow where, where am i going here uh, yeah look at that yeah i decided uh, to start growing a beard it's one of those things where you, there's a lot of things you can't control <laughs> and uh this is something i can control and so <laughs> it's like a <laughs> some sort of vice i i don't what do you call it Anchor it's some point. sort of it's like defense a, 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 mechanism yes grasp on like, some kind of like semblance of reality yes yeah i can control this right i need it oh yeah, yeah. dude i love it like, well i gotta say you are controlling it it is not controlling you that is a very kept beard look at that line look at that neckline baby chin up, trimmed up today look at that oh god it's gore oh <laughs> it's gorgeous. oh settle down come on now oh oh I am hot over here. Oh my no, no, god! No. We're not even. Oh, gee, you got Jesus's approval of a beard, and that's impressive. That okay, is now, wow. I mean, you don't just walk in the closet and put on your beard. Mm. It takes a while, and we're in the middle of the process. Give it a couple few weeks. We'll be beard. We'll be bearding it up. Really? Because it's I, a full fledged so. beard already, bro. I want to let you know. I want to give it a little more hang down, and I want my beard to. Beard to be bigger. Okay. Oh, come, ha, come on now. No, I want to. Yeah. Woo! The old switcheroo. I'm finished. Wow. That's really well, impressive. Yeah. Are you going to stick That's with it forever? Does your wife like the beard? Because she, it's crazy. She doesn't care at all, which is either really cool or really sad. No, that's first of all, that's <laughs> awesome because it's your face, but that's not yeah. really heard of. Like, I feel like. I know. I, just, just shave today because my wife hates facial hair. Hates it. Really? Yeah, it's all. Well, I should say my facial hair because it's very spiky. Even when I grow it out because everyone's like, oh, you haven't grown it up for. Still, dude, it's like shrapnel sticking out of my face. It's just disgusting. I'm not meant yeah. for facial and, hair. Well, it never gets to a point where it's like not coarse. So it definitely rubs on them when you kiss them, when you do other mouth things. That's right. In my case, breathe heavily next to them in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not? Like, seriously. Like, ew. Like, brush your teeth. Your breath is awful. Yeah, <gasps> I feel bad. Sorry. Even now, I feel bad when I, I try not to face. If I see my wife is facing, like, inward on the mattress, I'll yeah. face the other way. Oh, yeah. Because I know I, I would put her to sleep. Well, she's already sleeping. But I'd, like, kill her. With my breath. Yeah. 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 It's an old trick when I was like single and, you know, you would have different folks over <laughs> in your bed. I was like really Go training on. myself to sleep on the edge of the bed facing out because I was not going to let that 
you know, give me a freaking red mark on my report card. Smart, very smart. But I feel like that's a natural thing anyway. You got to face the other way. Like you're sleeping in bed with someone, you face opposite directions or else you're sharing oxygen. It's all hot. It's weird. You're like, ah, this is my time. Okay. This is Maddie's time. I'm going to roll over and I'm in the mat. I'm in Maddie time over here. I'm rolled. I'm by myself. I'm in my own thoughts. I have my comforter up snuggling. I call it burrito flying. That's what I call it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It is fun. Yeah. Well, we it's the dumbest we thing I've burrito. ever said. But it's true. what do you really? I mean, do you really call it burrito fine? Are we just inventing things? <laughs> I really do call it burrito fine, and now I am publicly ashamed that I've admitted that out loud. Uh, what are you doing? I always tell my wife I'm trying to burrito fine over here. Okay, I gotta no. gotta have the back covered. Okay. That's fun. That's cute. That's a cute little thing you guys say. Yeah. We have things. Yeah. Yeah. We talk we do like stupid baby talk where if anybody oh, heard no. it, it would slap me. I would slap me. Yeah. You should be slapped. And then for the baby talk. <laughs> All right. So hey, let's go over the show today, because my God, we got a good one. If you looked at the title. Before you clicked play, well, then you know what this one's all about. How hot is it there in Florida, Pike? Uh, today was 90 degrees. No, no, no. I Still. wanted to, I wanted you to say burr. It's cold. Burr. It's cold. How hot is it there in Florida, Pike? Burr. It's cold. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. What was confused. Well, what was indicating that it was, it was, I should say that. Oh, you don't know like the title. We had, oh, no, I idiot. don't. Oh, see, I yeah. thought you read the title. You didn't read the title. Does, well, what does the title say? Burr, it's cold in Florida? Or what? No, it says burr, baby, burr. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, because it's not cold. But I can't wait to find out why you say it is. <laughs> <laughs> what could that mean? Look, burr is an abbreviation, okay? It's not an acronym. Don't tell Pike something's an acronym when it's not. He'll get upset. Very mad at you. Okay. It's an abbreviation. B-R-R-R. Yeah. R. Jesus. I think it's four R's. Way too many R's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What does it mean? Uh, Which we wait. Yeah, let's wait. Let's find out here. It's my favorite. I will preface with this. This is my favorite rental property strategy. So if you're looking at being a rental slash real estate investor well then you have to listen to the bar or burr strategy if you're like a bigger pockets listener they harp on burr all the time bigger pockets is a uh, podcast it's the most popular real estate podcast but they they kind of coined that term burr and uh it's because they're smart dudes so if you want to look i'm going to break it down super simple if it gets a little boring don't worry I'll get to what we're going to do if it starts getting boring and you just call it out. But before we can get to the money section of this podcast, Pike, let me ask you this real quick. Pick a number one through 10. Four. Nailed it. Good job. That was it. I was thinking. Yeah, that was it. Shut up. Swear to God. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. You just asked me to pick a number one through ten. I'll do it again. I'll, I'll have it on my hands, okay? 
My hands, ready? I'll just lift my hands up. Swear, swear on everything Here. holy, I won't change it. Ready? I'll, no, you ho hold them up in front of the camera right now and I'll look away. Okay, are you looking away? He's looking away. Yep. Okay. There it is. All right. I got it. One through ten. Go ahead. Six. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Two in a row, baby. Do you know the odds of that? I, I don't know what the odds are. This is amazing. Wow. Should we go for three? You better not have switched it. Yeah, well, we have to. I haven't done it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, you're turning around. You're not looking. You don't have a second monitor over there, do you? You got nothing? Just a guitar. Dude, I'm telling you. Ready? And. All right. Uh, wait, wait. I'm going to switch it. Okay, I'm switching it. Go ahead. One through ten. Okay. Two. Damn it. Oh, I was going to say it. three. Shit. Ah, three. I was holding up three fingers. Oh. Three three finger brown, huh? Got the old three trickaroo there. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Well, that was That's a hell of a time. I'm finished. That was without a doubt the worst. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what do you think people are doing listening to this right now? What are you kidding what? me? Guess how many fingers is one of the funnest games ever. What it's if amazing. You, if you can't, all right. Well, let me ask you this. Um, boy, what's I'm trying to think of a dumber question than that. <laughs> hard to hard to come up with anything. Well, here's the one I had prepared. Yeah, I'm sure you really had something prepared. I did. Would you, if in your home right now, you're yeah. in Cleveland, correct? If, if you go right outside the front door, what do you guys, is it right on the street? We're pretty Obviously. close to the street. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So right across the street. Uh, I don't know if there's any like open lots there or <laughs> any room, a park or anything. Okay. Well, let's say there was directly across the street. We're talking feet from your front door. There was a Matchbox 20 concert happening right now. They're playing all night. They're playing all the hits and it's free. Would you go? Yeah. You would leave right now? I'm in. Yeah. Well, would I leave right now? Yeah. And potentially miss out on more. How many fingers am I holding up games? I mean, that's. <laughs> you could play with the people at the show. Just go around the crowd. I Here's what Maybe I would do. I would to... go. But I would go after this episode. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. And I'm not going to just abandon the committee here and you and be like, oh, Matchbox 20. Now, would you do it? Would you just get up and leave? I would because I haven't seen them. It's kind of a bucket list thing. Oh. And I think you would understand that. Yeah. Who's I could the like singer of uh, Rob, Rob Thomas. That's it. Rob Thomas. Yeah. I got just, a bit of a solo career uh, as well. So he's one of the gems from like the, the you know, that 90s, 2000s era. He's a gem. I don't know how it happened, but last week I ended up on Rob Thomas's Instagram page. What? I swear. And I was just going through it. I was just like going through it. He's talking. He's doing Insta Live <laughs> with Steve Aoki. He's like talking. I'm like catching up. I'm like, what's Rob Thomas been up to? Right? I'm just scrolling through his last. <laughs> hey, it's been like 20 years since I heard him flying through his timeline i'm like rob thomas is dope i like this guy this guy's a cool dude i gotta i'm in i'm in
I was I was a little confused. That makes sense, and that's cool. But when you said I ended up on his Instagram page, I was imagining like a photo of you oh. <laughs> on, on on his page. I'm like, what is he posting? <laughs> Why? <laughs> but no, dude, um, that should be the new mission of this show. We should uh, put a photo of us, Photoshop a photo of us, and some. Let's make it like a D-list celebrity. Hey, you know what? Let's turn to the committee on this one, okay? Hey, talking to the committee here. Let's come up with a celebrity for Pike and a celebrity for me. Let's make them like real D-listers so we can make this possible. Let's come up with uh, a celebrity that will Photoshop us standing next to. And what we'll do is we'll send the celebrity this photo we'll tag him in the photo we'll dm this photo and be like hey man can you post this photo of us it was a dream come true to meet you or whatever and then what we'll do what we'll do is we'll try to find out who can get on a d-list instagram first that'd be amazing <laughs> i love it. do we have to we have to do our own photoshopping i don't know so no, it'd be so funny though if there was a horrible, horrible yeah. oh, shop. You know. It's gonna be horrible, but let's try. <laughs> let's try it. Let's try it. Okay, okay committee. I'm, we're reaching out to you. Okay, so look, if you're watching the show, if you're listening to the show, couple things, real quick. Uh, hit the subscribe button if you're watching over on YouTube. More importantly, hit the thumbs up. That tells the algorithm that you absolutely love the show. We're gonna get to the finance part. This is comedy finance podcast we'll get to the finance part here in a second but this would be comedy gold pick a celebrity that you think pike should be photoshopped next to and then could I'm, i want to give it good odds that could get up on their instagram page okay and you can hit him up on all social media at pike taylor radio there's his handle pick a good one i'm saying d-list you know i'm at sparks radio pick a celebrity i should be next to as well and what we'll do is we'll photoshop ourselves next to this celebrity tag them in the photo and see if they repost or add it to a story or somehow and end up on their instagram that's gonna be our new goal here on the show yeah and a picture like speaking of rob thomas not him but like other sort of 90s actors musicians that are kind of washed up Yes. They're, they're still touring, maybe, so they yeah. still have, like, active social media. Yeah. Definitely have a cameo page. Like, where you know what I mean? Where they, you can pay. For under $50. Their- yes. Yes. <laughs> we're going to not, we're, the goal is to not pay the $50. We're going to look for it for free, just out of a little bit of creativity and your help, okay? So, if you're watching or listening to this, make sure you give the thumbs up on it, on uh, YouTube. You leave us a rating and review over an Apple podcast. And then if you could DM us or just comment below what celebrity you think Pike should get or I should get. Or, of course, you can hit us up on social media. But if you're watching, we call you a member of the committee, especially if you're on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. That means you're a member of the special committee. It's only five bucks a month. Jump on there. You get this special sticker. Plus, you get all the levels of the Patreon page. It only starts starts at a buck, right? You get to go on there and vote. So if we get multiple celebrities, Pike, what we'll do is we'll put it up on the Patreon page and we'll let the uh elevated members on up so only a buck a month you will be able to vote everybody on up to the five dollar a month the members of the special committee 
where, by the way, we do a whole separate podcast every single week called Five on Friday with comedian Greg Salerno. We're going to be recording that one right after this. So make sure you sign up there. It's only five bucks. It's awesome. And then what we'll do is we'll vote on celebrity over there if you're a member of the elevated committee on up. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Uh, that's hilarious. Real quick, before we dive into yeah. the money thing, we messed up. We were supposed to open up an M1 finance account and put a hundred bucks in there and then start doing that. So we have to, we'll do that for next week. Okay. We have, cannot forget that. Yeah. Okay. Forgot I did. That too. I forgot. I yeah. forgot. That's on me. But we were talking about that last week. All right. Let's get, let's talk about the birth strategy. Okay. Uh, I was making a horrible joke. What temperature is it in Florida, Pike? Burr. Uh, burr. Burr. Yeah. It's, so I, cool. I hate myself. But here's what happened. Okay. So, burr. Is an abbreviation. It stands for buy, renovate, rent, refi, repeat. Buy. Oh wow. Renovate, rent, refi, repeat. Burr. Okay. I know what all those are. Hell yeah. You're not a homeowner, but are you thinking about buying a home? Or are you like, is that a goal in your life you want to achieve one day? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, listen, I know it's I know it's a good thing, but like I hate looking at it like it's an achievement. Like I'm I'm unable to achieve that at the you know what I mean? Like you can achieve it right now. Yeah, it's not yeah. right. Yeah, uh, it's just that, you know, we're always in this situation where it's I, I don't know if it's the right time or not. And then, you know, as we were talking, I think before the episode started, what an insane time to be just buying your first home. Because, Dude. yes, yeah, the prices that you were paying even you know four years ago it's astronomically more they're saying real estate is going is up 20 percent since the beginning of the year just since the beginning of the year real estate's up 20 percent right now right so then you hear that and you go well yeah i was thinking about it but it's like it almost makes you pissed yeah like thinking about if you would have just done it six months ago even how much I mean, money you'd say. It, so it all kind of averages out, though. And the reason why is because interest rates so, right now are so low. Sure. Inventory is also low. That's what's driving the price of homes up. So mm-hmm. as eventually interest rates start ticking up, which they will, they'll have to, you, you have less people able to buy homes or be qualified for homes or afford the monthly payment because the interest rate will be high. So hopefully that will kind of bring these real estate prices down because the demand will be less. So you'll have a little bit more inventory because the demand will go down. Now, there's still like a housing shortage as everyone's trying to buy homes and then moving to certain cities. There's shortage. That's the thing about real estate as we dive in here. Real estate is very hyper local and it's very hard to just paint it with a broad brush across the entire United States because... You know, probably the streets in Orlando, Pike, that are absolutely gorgeous and a couple blocks over, they're absolutely horrific. You know, it looks like Fallujah or something. You're like, oh, my God, what is going on on this street? You know, that kind of thing. So Absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah it's really kind of street-by-street street type thing. But Burr strategy, let's start with the buy thing. And uh, if this thing gets really boring... Just say, fire off and I heard that. And what we'll do is I'll take and I heard that from the archives and we'll just throw it on here to spice it up. Because I got a lot of numbers flying. Yeah, and I don't want it to be super boring, okay? And I think I nailed this. 
I'm not one to call my shot, but the guy who's horrible at math, I think, I think we painted this with such, I wouldn't even want to say a brush. I wrote this in crayon. I think you will be understand, uh, be able to understand the math flying around here. Okay. Wow. You're getting awfully cocky. I I am. Here we go. Buy. So step one, buy a house. And that sounds easy, but this is probably the most difficult step of it because when you're buying a burr property you need to buy it with two things in mind you need to get a hell of a deal on it and then also you need to know your market badly i mean you need to know the ins and outs of your market if you don't have these two things burr the burr strategy buy renovate rent refi repeat will never work so you have to have knowledge of the market and you have to find a good deal. And I know what you're thinking. Well, numbers are boring. Deals don't exist. We just talked about the market and how insane it is. You guys are idiots. I hate you. Ash trash booty cheeks. Ugh, you know? Awful. Ash trash booty cheeks. And it's like, calm down. Man who yells belligerently on podcasts. Just relax. Okay. There are deals out there. Like I said, it's hyper local. So I'm talking like. off a house. And you're you're like, how the fuck is that even possible? How are you finding 50% off a house? Well, thanks for asking that, Pike. It's a shitty house that nobody wants. (laughs) That's the house we're talking about. This is the absolute dog pile in the middle of the great neighborhood. Okay, this is that one with the tall grass that looks like shit. Everyone avoids it. Everyone's like, oh, God, this fucking hoarder lives there. This place is awful. I wish they would just bomb it and bring my home value up. All right. Those are the places we're talking about. But those are the gold. That's where the gold is. Okay. Because there's a saying in real estate investing. It's you make money when you buy, not when you sell. Oh, interesting. Can you explain? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you buy it, that's when you're making your money because you're buying it at such a deep discount. Okay. So think about it. There's a, a million different situations when it comes to real estate investing. Uh, you could buy houses at auction. You could buy a house from a wholesaler if wholesaling is legal in your state. Uh, you can buy a house just by talking to people. Some people, aka landlords, have a pain in the ass tenant that just won't leave. If they, they're they're going through court right now. They don't want to pay lawyer fees to a victim. It needs a new roof. The water heater is shit. It's built on a toxic waste dump, right? Whatever, landfill. And they have to excavate the backyard. This landlord is like, I don't need this. I have 13 other properties. I got to get rid of this thing. I'm willing to sell this house, okay? There was a, a death in the family the, uh, and it was passed on down through a will. And the family's like, look, I just want to get the money and get out. I don't even live in the state. The house is in Idaho. Gam Gam passed away. I've never even met her. Okay. Thanks for the house, Gam Gam. Just sell it. Right? Okay. Ton of these scenarios floating around. The trick is finding that deal. But they're out there. Okay. And we can go over ways to find that deal. Those aren't on, uh, are those on Zillow? And realtor.com or where, where are you going to find these? Those are on the, it doesn't seem like they're there. You're talking about the MLS. 
You're, sure. That's what he's talking yes. about. Uh, th- th- they can be. I found some real bombs on the MLS. <laughs> and uh, a lot of times they're in like bad neighborhoods. So, and I'll get to that. I wouldn't purchase a Burr property in a bad neighborhood. And I'll explain why in a minute. But you can go to websites like HUD Home Store. You can find a wholesaler who that's their job is to go find these homes that aren't on the MLS yet. And they say, hey, look, I'll buy your house. And wholesalers, what they do is they get a contract. And instead of selling the house, they sell the rights to that house, that contract. Okay. They'll take a tiny 10, 20% commission. You get the house at a deep discount. It never hits the MLS. Okay. Okay. These are these are homes that people are like, uh, oh, you you've probably seen those signs, we buy ugly houses. Yeah. That's like a wholesaler. They're trying, they're fishing, okay. they're they're trying to find some ugly ass house. Your job okay. is to find that deal and then know the market it's in. Okay. And I'll I'll run the numbers and I'll tell you the example coming up here. But I want to keep it moving because we're running out of time. So you find that deal and i'm talking like 50 percent off 40 percent off the homes in the neighborhood comps to the home so it's like a three bed one bath house you want it 40 to 50 percent cheaper now normally these are the homes that flippers are looking for like i'm going to flip this house right and burr kind of starts like a flip but then it's the opposite you you hold on to it forever okay so knowledge of the market, I'll explain why that's vital here in a minute. Um, and then the deal. The next one comes with renovation. And renovating is key to increasing the amount of equity you have in the house. So in real estate investing, there's a term, it's called forced appreciation. Normal appreciation is when home values just rise. They just go up, typically. So if you buy a house, hopefully in 20 years, it's worth more than the day you bought it. It keeps up with inflation, okay? So it appreciates in value. Forced appreciation is what, God fucking, uh, HGTV is making a killing off of. All those people that are like, I need granite countertops. I would love a new bathroom. Uh, Stainless steel appliances. Put a new roof on it, right? It's it's you take a dump and you Joanna gains it. And now it's not. Now it's a beautiful ship lap to ship lap to hell home. You know, I mean, that thing is just (laughs) ship lap everywhere, baby. Right. I mean, that is just. It is. What is ship ship lap? I don't know. It's some it's a wood paneling. Is it a term on the wall? Okay, well, now. Can you do me a favor and just fire one off? Because now we're saying shit. Neither of us know. Uh, yeah, here you go. Oh, heavens no. Do me no. a favor, would you? <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> That's the one. I don't know. Here's another one. <laughs> I have no idea why you would want to be inside this. Oh, my computer froze. Hold on. Let's try it again. Uh, I'm pushing the boundaries here. No, it's not going. Let's try this one. You can't just rail the whole country, though. Okay, there you go. All right. Jeez, send me that send me that clip for my fucking before picture. Jesus. <laughs> You're in a basement like, in Fargo. You can't just rail the whole country though. Look yeah. at that. Look like Jared before he before he did the commercials. <laughs> Christ. 
<laughs> I look like Jared before the whole prison thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So where were we? All right. You make it nice. That's what I'm saying. You force appreciation. You're forcing equity into the home. Okay. So by this, I mean like you're you're spending some bills here. Okay. But you're 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 looking to take your. They always take housing. It's A, B, C, and D class neighborhoods, right? A class neighborhoods, that's your granite countertops, your stainless steel. You're near a lifetime fitness. Uh, you know, uh, people are driving Benz and Bentleys and new cars. And you know those neighborhoods. We all know yep. the nice neighborhoods, right? The affluent nice. B is like working class neighborhood. Nice a lot of people will own homes. A lot there might be a couple renters in there, uh, but generally there's uh, pride of ownership. C class. Now we're looking at like probably a 70-30 split of seventy percent renters, thirty percent homeowners. Uh, yeah, kind of people let a little thing go here and there. Maybe it's a little kind of trashy. Maybe there's bars on the window. Some places, you know, you're looking around like. Eh. Yeah, the kids' toys laying around. Yeah, it's just <laughs> random baby pools. Yeah, yeah. blowing in the wind. No. <laughs> You're like, ah, <laughs> eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I would feel comfortable. But you know what? Uh, you know what? I'd be fine. I'd be fine here. You know, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm a dude here. You know, uh, D class neighborhood is one where you're like, uh, don't get out of the car. Let's lock the doors. I'm not letting my <laughs> Honey, get back in the car, honey. Get back in the car, right? <laughs> Is that a bullet shell on the ground? Yes. Let's we're leaving. You know, that's a D-class <laughs> neighborhood. Okay. Okay. All right. So the thing is when you're forcing appreciation, you don't want to buy a you don't want to dump a bunch of money into a D-class neighborhood because you're gonna outprice the neighborhood. Okay, this is when it comes back to knowing your market, knowing your neighborhood. If you're going to put thousands and thousands of dollars in a renovation to try to bring the value of that home up, you got to look at the surrounding neighborhood because those comps in the neighborhood make an impact. School, district, all that stuff, right? Right. So you got to like, you got to be cognizant of it. So if you have the, if you're in a B-class neighborhood and you buy that bomb, Okay, there's baby pools all over the front yard of this house. There's a weird tricycle from the 1930s. You're not sure what's going on. <laughs> but everybody else's house looks nice. Now you can sink some money into it because you're going to get. Here's where it gets interesting, Pike. Oh, that wasn't it. You no, know. this is the exciting part. Okay. I'm going to text Greg you running 10 minutes late. Oh, I was like, what? okay, so, it was just getting exciting, and now you're texting. Awesome. <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting. This is it because we stick a tenant in there. Normally, this is when people would flip. This is how this is, now you flip a house. The problem is when you flip a house, you get popped with short terms, short term capital gains tax, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. Which dude kills your profit margin. So how do you do? What do you do? You stick a tenant in there, and they start renting it. Well. You just fix this thing up, and now you can just charge a, a, a large amount of rent because they're living in essentially a brand new home. This thing looks immaculate. It has the new countertops. It has the new refrigerator. P 
people are willing to pay more money per month for a nicer place. Right. Okay. Here's where it gets even more exciting. Six months go by. Now you're able to refinance that place. Cash out refi. So there's equity in the home. You shoved it. You forced equity in that home, right? The tenant is in there for six months. You're not paying anything. You haven't paid anything yet. I mean, you're paying insurance and your property management fee if you have a property management. Yeah, you have some expenses. But the tenant is paying down your mortgage. Six months go by, you cash out refi, you're able to pull out up to 80% of the value of the home in a cash out refi. Minus what you paid for it. So, 80% of the new value of what you just put in. And this is where it gets exciting because I'll show you with the numbers. And then at the end, you take that cash out refi money and you just repeat the process going and accumulating homes. So, here's the example. Okay? Tell me if this gets boring. You buy a house, $65,000. And if you're saying there's no fucking way you can buy a $65,000 house, I say you're not looking at the right market, period. Right. So what kind of market can you find that sort of house? Uh, like, you could. You, I know you, back, go ahead. back home, like in a small town in, let's say, North Dakota, yeah, you could probably find a decent place for $65,000. So there you go. So you could get a place in North Dakota. You live in Orlando. A lot of people will buy a house in Fargo, North Dakota and get a place for $65,000. People in Cleveland here can get a place for $65,000. Now, typically, I know what you're thinking, $65,000, that's insane. You're thinking of a nice home. Don't think of it. I'm not talking about you, Pike. I'm talking about the dude listening in Vegas or California or outside of D.C. or, you know, I mean, these super expensive places. You got to think of places where the rest of the houses in the neighborhood are hundred grand. You're getting it for sixty five. So again, you make money when you buy. You got that thing at a forty percent off discount. You know this is like you're yeah. you're buying deep discount already. So already you're putting money in the bank. Okay, down the road. So sixty five thousand dollars. You buy the house. Let's just for ease of use it was you know a person died it was left in the will they're selling it quickly you snatch it up for $65,000 that means you get a mortgage from the bank okay the rest of the houses on the block are generally like 100 grand you get a mortgage you put 20% down that's $13,000 so you just bought a house for $13,000 now this thing sucks it needs a lot of maintenance a lot of repairs whatever you go in there you dump 20 grand into the house. Okay. okay. So hey, let me, let me ask you this. When, yeah. when, when you're dumping money into this house, is this money that you are, uh, you just have saved or are you like rolling this into the mortgage? You can, they do have renovation mortgages. They do have okay. mortgages that allow you to renovate a property. Now, while that's happening, I've personally never used one of those mortgages. I know they exist, but usually the bank will have to sign off periodically as you're renovating the property. And then there's usually a stipulation in there. You're not allowed to sell it. You're not allowed to uh, refinance it afterwards. So generally that wouldn't work. They do exist. That wouldn't work, which again, still fine. You could probably refinance after X amount of dollars. Okay. Um, Or X amount of time. 
on that mortgage. That's usually how they work. Sure. But I'm saying you bank 20 grand, okay, for renovations. You just have that. You saved and saved. You lived a frugal lifestyle. You're already saving for a house anyway. This is what you do. You, know, you dump that money in. So all in all, you're 35. Oh, I put, I'll just work backwards. So $20,000 renovation cost, $13,000 down payment. Then, of course, you have closing costs. So don't forget closing costs. I put it like 2,500 bucks. So all in all, you're $35,500 in on this house. You bought it for 65. You put in 20. You bought it for 13. Closing costs. Now, this house is gorgeous. Okay. You put a new kitchen in. You fixed up the bathroom. Paint. You did a lot of the work yourself. I don't know. It looks good. Okay. You stick a tenant in there, and now you're renting this house for $1,300 a month. Not out of the ordinary. This is, this, is, this is easy. I mean, it's not easy. This is not unheard of. Okay? Okay. $1,300 a month. After six months, the tenant is in there, happy as can be. Everything works. Everything's new. It's just, it looks gorgeous. 20 grand later. After six months, you approach the bank to refinance it. The appraisal comes back. Because they're going to appraise the house. Because we're going to want to take out the value. They, the bank needs to know how much it is. Pike, would you know this? It appraises for $120,000. Oh. Okay. How nice is that? Well, it's more than we bought it for. Yeah. You bought it for sixty-five. All the houses on the block are worth around a hundred. Since yours is new and sparkling, it's worth a hundred and twenty. Oh, my God. Amazing. Now you refi. You're allowed to take out to 80% out of the value of the home minus what's left of the money on your mortgage. Okay. So for math's sake, I'm not going to deduct the six months of rent that this tenant was paying principal and interest and everything like that. I'm just going to keep it standard. So you take $120,000, your new appraisal, you subtract $65,000 from that, right? Because that was your original mortgage. So 120 minus 65, you end up getting of $55,000 is $44,000, Pike. That's profit. That is, that's the chunk of that you could, but don't forget you have to do new closing costs because they're going to sign a new mortgage, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, 2,500 bucks. Grand total. You're walking out of there with $41,500, dude. Damn. That's okay. real nice. That's really nice. Now you got to subtract the original, right? 35,5 you put in the deal because you had 13,000 that you bought the mortgage, closing costs, and their $20,000 uh, renovation budget. Grand total is profit $6,000. You just made $6,000, which you're probably like, that's not all that much money. That's amazing because you also have a free house, Pike. You got a house for free, you made six grand, and a tenant is paying the mortgage and you're cash flowing every month. So you're making money every month, you got a house for free, and you made six grand. That's burr. That's burr. Burr. God. I love it. I How love awesome it. is okay. that? <laughs> Let's go find a $65,000 house. Now what you do is you, you can either pocket that six grand and take your other... 35.5, your original all-in investment on the first house, 
And then you could go apply that to the next, exactly what you said, $65,000 house in the $100,000 neighborhood. This is what people are doing in the real estate investing community. This is the burr. And then on top of that, you have tax advantages because you didn't sell. You don't have to pay those short-term capital gains tax. You got that money out cash out refi. You don't have to pay tax on that. Okay. That's your money. You don't have to pay tax on that because you did not sell the home. So that's like cash. That's like tax-free dollars. Now, is it something where... In what instances, I, like, does it have to be your primary residence? I know there are some things where it's like, uh, you can't, yeah, it has to, for X money years in order to qualify for these things or avoid things, it has to be a primary. So renting, it doesn't count. I mean, no. obviously it's not your primary residence in that situation, but primary, that's not a factor. No, no. If you went to sell, then it would, then, then it would be a factor if it was your primary residence. Okay. If you, if you ever end up going to sell, but if you do sell, there is something called a 1031 exchange, which if you take that money out, it's a tax deferment, which means you can apply that money. As long as you put that profit when you sell that rental and put it towards another rental for a larger value, that's a tax deferment. You don't have to pay taxes on that, which is nice. Okay. So dude, I mean, this is like what that is that noise right now. That's Greg. Yeah, are you hearing? Yeah, I think that's Greg. Oh, oh there's Greg. Hi, Greg. <laughs> hey. What's up, man? Sorry, I didn't know it was going to like go into your thing. If it's I just in. You're, when you're here, you're here. <laughs> Hang out for a sec. Hang out with us for a second because uh, right. I'm going over this. Now, real quick, the, the, the real detrimental part of this whole thing is you got to look out like, I know it sounds too good to be true. Greg, we just got a free house plus $6,000. Uh Tax-free. Excuse me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You should have yeah. been here. That's the oh, example. Geez. Yeah, it's... we just, we've, we were just saying how to get a free house and six grand uh, wow. out of, out of a deal. So it's called the Burr technique. So it's very exciting. It is very exciting. And people are doing it, man. And the thing is you got to, you got to look out for interest rates. You got to make sure the house still cash flows after your second refi mortgage, right? After you put that in second mortgage, after you cash out refi and you put a new mortgage on it, you got to make sure that whatever interest rate you get on that mortgage, your house is still cash flowing from, from what the tenant is paying. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make sure. Yeah. You got to look, cause you don't want to be in the hole for this. And then don't forget to budget for a vacancies, CapExes, right? Like a new roof, like, uh, you're going to need a new roof sometime. Roofs wear out. So, you know, start budgeting for that insurance. You have to have insurance. If you have a mortgage on the property, you have to have home insurance taxes. Of course, you can never get rid of those property management fees. If you have a property manager and then general maintenance fees, right? Clogged toilets, leaky sinks, that kind of stuff. So that stuff happens when you own a home. So just budget for that kind of stuff. Look out for it. And that is the Burr strategy. It's my favorite. It's my favorite one. Cause you get a free house out of the deal and you could get paid cash. Oh, Woo. you sound like you're leading like a seminar and now we all have to, you know, buy a yeah. fucking book. Well, something. dude, you know, what's funny is this is what those real estate idiots. This is what they always charge you for this information. They're like, buy my class and you'll get thick. 
It's $69. Come meet us in a convention hall. This is the kind of shit they talk, they're talking about. Dude, I went, I went to one. I was at a weird point where I was like, all right, time to grow up. Time to grow the fuck up. Stop spending money like an idiot. And so I saw, the, and I'm sure you've heard of it, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, dude, that yeah. is like the biggest book in like the personal five. I can't do My it. favorite even. genre on you porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! That's so what do you what did you get? Uh, what did you get out of it, Pike? Were they selling the book or what? Well, I got as excited as I was here today after hearing the spiel. Yeah, and rich dad guy couldn't even show up. It was like his fucking pawn. Oh, dude, no, that you guy know? is like that guy is like the Paul McCartney of uh, of like personal oh. finance books. Yeah, he, oh. he wouldn't show up. Robert Kiyosaki, I believe, is his name or something. Yeah. Like that. Okay. You ever see the episode of Baskets where uh, Zach Galifianakis goes to one of those things? No. <laughs> no. And he, he, he agrees to buy a condo, but he has no money, so his mom has to buy it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give that show more of a chance. Oh, it's shit. so funny, dude. It's is like, it? it's really dry, obviously, but. Yeah, funny. I've seen, I think I saw one episode, but. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, anyway, I ended up. At the time where they like send you to the back of the room, they're like, "All right, now or never, you got to sign up and buy this shit and you know get this subscription." And I was like, "No, I can't afford Smart. that." Smart. So. You can buy. Well, you can get the book from the library for free. I've never read it actually. I've never read that book, but people swear by it. I don't know. It all seems kind of weird. I'm not a. No thanks. You know, I'm one of those guys. Eh, I'm same with you, Pike. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the. What they were saying, you know, the the main points were good, but I don't need to be paying to yeah. beyond taking in that information. So. You're like, I just got it for free. What am I? What are you talking about? I, I just know. did we just do this whole thing? Why are we all here right now? You know, yeah, I mean, I love a love a good book, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, there you go. So that is the burst strategy. I love it. I think it's fun. Uh, we can play another little. Uh, I heard that clip on the way out here. I robbed Arby's. All right, there you go. That's uh, uh, just for the hell of it. We were playing that those clips, uh, Greg, in case it got too boring. We were just throwing in some I heard that. Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what this is. I'm addicted it to being I naked on the subway. All right. So there you go. <laughs> whatever these are. Just they're, they're funny on video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's fun with the video. You watch you like shrug your shoulders. And <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. There you go. We're going to cut it off there because we're going to record a five on Friday now. So if you haven't done it yet, make sure you sign up for the Patreon over there. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We are running into the five on Friday time. So it's going to be up on Patreon. It's a, it's a whole other podcast that we do. We put it up over on our Patreon exclusively over there. So if you love this, you get some chuckles out of here. Greg pops on. We love Greg. At Greg Salerno on all social media. Go and follow him. He's a funny dude. And then, of course, he'll be on the uh, Five on Friday, which we'll get going here in two seconds. I'm looking for your lower third. There it is, Greg. Follow him. He's a comedian. He's hilarious. And I think we have, we got 26 now. We're four away from hitting our Patreon goal of 30 patrons. So let's keep it going. Shout hey. out to Beer Cleese. He's our latest nice. one, which you got to love, Beer Cleese. Thank you so much for joining Make sure you're following this guy. He's a Robert Kiyosaki fan at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. He's a he's a good dude. I am at Sparks Radio. 
on all social media, I get excited about real estate investing uh, uh, schemes, apparently. That's it. Uh, if you could, give us a rating and review over on iTunes. Any last words, gentlemen? Hi. <laughs> Stick around. Those over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>